Hey, howdy, hey, friends, and welcome to the Rope Droppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Disney needs. My name is Glenn, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts, Landon and Colby. And this week, we'll be discussing the latest in Disney news and Hopper Drop, and we will be moving on to One Star Wonders, which is a newer segment that we'll explain a little bit later. And we'll be drafting the best resorts in WDW, picking one from each category. We'll have extra magic hours for our patrons. And then, as usual, we'll wrap things up with the Disney Trivia Showdown. I'm so excited to be back with y'all. So I'm going to introduce our first segment, which is Hop or Drop. And for those of you who don't know what Hop or Drop is, this is where we discuss the latest in Disney news. And really, we just decide if we're hopping on board with this decision that the Disney company has made or dropping them entirely for this decision. Because some of these things can be drastic. But luckily this week, there's nothing too heavy. What is up, Rope Droppers? We're going to start off this episode with Disney Genie Plus reaches lowest per park pricing level as Disney World's slow season arrives. So sounds like if you're going to Disney in the next few weeks or even months that you may not pay as much Genie Plus. I wish that Genie Plus was just a fixed flat rate. I know that it goes upward to $20 sometimes. I will say this is a hop because obviously if Disney is going to make it cheaper, that is a good thing. I would just really appreciate if Disney had some consistency with Genie Plus and just made it one fixed rate and they never changed it. I know that probably won't happen, but that's what I would like to see. What's up, everyone? It's Landon. I'm excited to be back this week. So for our first story, uh, my thoughts on it are pretty similar to Colby's. I'm at the point where I think Disney needs to get that flat right there. They need to just figure that out. But obviously, if it's going down and Genie Plus is slowing down, I'm all for that and them lowering the prices, so I'm going to hop on board for this one. I totally agree, but I, I do wish it was a fixed rate. That way, you could plan your vacation a little more accordingly. It would be crazy for them to just charge a simple flat rate. I think that would change a lot. Right now, the prices are basically, if you're park hopping, it's $20. Magic Kingdom, it's 20 bucks. Epcot is 15 Animal Kingdom is 15 and Hollywood Studios is also 15 which is a lot. I wish that there was just some sort of flat rate that they could incorporate in. Because with this system, it doesn't look like they're changing a lot with the park reservation system. Yeah, I was thinking about that, actually. I think it would be smarter for them financially. I know they're in a financial hole right now. But if they were to let people like six months in advance add on for each day that they want to use Disney+, Plus, I think they would make way more money that way. Instead of just waiting until the day of and just having a certain rate. Because some people are like, they can plan for that flat rate over time. But yeah. on that day, it's okay, this is what we're paying for our vacation. We're not going above that. And then, bam, 30 bucks, for instance, per person. Like Some people just can't do that. So I think it'd be smarter for them to just start doing it ahead of time as well. It would be good for the consumer, too, because you could, if you book it six months yeah. from now, obviously you could pay on that over time. And it'll yeah. be less daunting than having to pay for it right then and just adding on more of a family of five paying 30 bucks. That's yeah. obviously going to be significant every single day. That's another expense that you have to think about. So I think that it'd be advantageous for the consumer, but also advantageous for Disney because they will then know what to expect that day. And Disney's really big on numbers. And that's basically why the Magic Band started existing because they wanted to know what you were doing. It sounds creepy, but it's true. And yeah. so it would just really help them count better. It baffles yeah. me it's not already a thing. I, I totally agree. I, I, it's crazy to me that 
so Disneyland used to do like a flat rate lightning lane type thing. Uh, it was called Max Pass, and it was like ten dollars per day. This happened in this was in like twenty eighteen. Whenever I went, yeah, they had Max Pass. And it, but when you bought Max Pass, it was just like regular old paper fast passes. When you bought Max Pass, the photo pass was included in that. It was something we were already gonna get. So to have that small benefit, really really cool. And I don't know. I'd love for them to figure out a flat rate. I hate the fact that they price hike during the busy seasons. I think that's in bad faith to normal consumers. Speaking of the parks and everything that they're doing, uh, they announced the full schedule for D23, which includes a parks panel for the upcoming event. Oh. It's headed up by Josh tomorrow this time. The last time it, that we had it, I believe it was him and Chapek. Chapek was food. Yeah, we, that's so funny. Hey, Chapek. deserves, though. But that being said, my thoughts on this, I'm hesitant to hop on board and be excited for this because Disney, what they tend to do in these parks panels is build hype around upcoming projects. And other than Galaxy's Edge, which I think Galaxy's Edge is a little lackluster considering the way they announced it and how much money they poured into it. But it's a super immersive land. I love it. I'm not hating on it at all. But like with the Epcot overhaul project, I think this parks panel has a lot to make up for as far as they had to be very careful on over promising and under delivering because i think a lot of disney fans are tired of that with the company but overall i am ultimately going to hop on board with this i'm excited to see what they're doing it's nice to see that inside view on what disney's got going on so i absolutely love the parks panel one of my disney bucket list if you will is to go to the parks panel and be in the audience i just think that'd be so exciting i love the hype of it I know that they haven't always delivered on their promise of some things, but at the same time, really getting super hype about what could happen in the parks. And so it really just excites me. Literally, I, I love following it on Twitter all day. The day of the parks, panel, it's such an awesome day because you literally get to just see all the hype and all the excitement. I really want to go one day. It's definitely one of my things that I want to make happen in the next five years or so. Maybe go to Disneyland too. That'd be really cool. But Definitely excited, and literally, I kind of counting down the days to this. When is it? I, I don't even know what it is, but I'm so excited for it. It's within it's, the next. Yeah, I think it's September eighth through tenth, maybe. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! Like literally, I'm shaking right now. Like yeah, I just, I, I, just I'm, I love it so much. I'm super hyped about the podcast after that because at D23, not even in the parks panel alone, D23 is such a cluster of information for all of us who love disney it's also on my bucket list to go to d23 i think it's a super awesome thing it's super cool to be surrounded by people who love disney probably just as much as you so and plus the exclusive pins that they got going on there i saw they announced them at the pin event they have like over 50 pins that they're releasing for d23 this year which is crazy so hey side note real quick those pin event pins working out nice those things yeah. look good they look awesome. Yeah. I'm always excited for this time of year. Always excited to see what Disney brings and just some ideas that they've been working on throughout the year that we can at least just get a little tidbit of information in about. It's definitely going to be a fun podcast after that, just discussing it with y'all and just, I guess, learning new behind the scenes things going on. But for me, mark your calendars, folks. Yes. Because yes. that podcast is going to be spicy. That's right. I'm going to hop on for it. I have low expectations, if we're being completely honest. Chill out, bro. Chill out. Dude, I'm, I'm going to be honest. The only <laughs> reason I'm kill, saying that. Y'all both are killing my vibe. The Your only reason fine. I'm saying it is because of the financial situation Disney's in. I don't think they're going to really whoa, pour whoa, whoa, ideas whoa, whoa. into the parks. Uh, he sounds like whoa. Mickey Muse right now. 
All right. Wow. Okay. Me and Brayden. Financial crisis. Hey, is... Disney. Disney doesn't announce some type of fifth gate. Universal is gonna keep pulling ahead. That's all I gotta say. Oh Dude, no, I do not, not want to see a fifth gate. Your... Oh, I'm I... not. Hey, nobody's hoping for that. No, honestly, I don't want to see a fifth gate right now. They're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, here's a blue sky project for new popcorn stands in front, and then people are gonna be like, ah. and then we're I'd gonna all that. sit here and be like, drop, drop, hop. They're gonna be like, we are drop, not dealing drop, that we're going to have authentic turkey legs from here on out, and they're not gonna be emu. They're gonna be like, we will be opening a fifth popcorn stand on Main Street, and then everyone's <laughs> gonna be like, what about the gate? No, but they're also gonna be like. Oh, what they're probably going to announce is, hey, we know how much you love those Disneyland churros. We're going to bring them straight to your front door at the Magic Kingdom. Right. That would be or, an easy way to build hype. They're just going to put more cool stuff at Tokyo Disney Sea. Yeah, they've announced so much cool stuff about that. That's what I'm saying. You. Just constant, constantly. And then we're over here getting Moana Journey of Water. Hey, I, I, don't I, knock I'm it just, till you try it. All right. I know I'm not knocking it. I'm just comparatively. I, I think it's fair to say that, like, when you compare what's going on in Tokyo DC and we getting that it's that's yeah, definitely it's not but we could we could move on all right moving on <laughs> our next story is that Disneyland will be expanding the Haunted Mansion queue and introducing a new retail shop in 2024 this is really exciting stuff I'm all for it I want to make a trip over to Disneyland just so I can see this let's plan one boys hey I'm, I'm hopping on we'll get there death taxes Disney having a, a shop at the end of a ride what? Repeat? Say that again? Death, taxes. Disney having a shop at the end of the ride. Oh, all guaranteed things to happen. That's true. I'm all for it. It's a pinboard location. That's true. I wish we already have one of these in WDW. We have, what is it, like Morimoto's or something like that? Memento Mori. Memento Morimoto's. <laughs> Anyways, we have Memento Mori in, in the Magic Kingdom. So I think that this is just fitting. And I think Disneyland's Haunted Mansion is, is superior to ours. I'm happy that it's getting more love, especially with the movie coming out. I think that fact that movie is absolutely bombing at the box office. Fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, Disney doesn't necessarily need our money, but if you want to toss some Haunted Mansion's way, I think it deserves it. Hey. It's hard. I think it's hard for Haunted Mansion because it came out at a time when Oppenheimer and Barbie were like out at the same time. And it, well, it was um, better than both of them. It should have came I, out in, in October. October or at the end of September. I, I just don't understand right. why it came it, out. They would have had all of October to yeah. like, get in the spooky season or somewhat or whatever. Yeah. And it was it's if a really good I, I highly recommend it. It's a good movie. I think I would put it right below Elemental as far as my favorite Disney movies I've seen this year. Alrighty. Without further ado, that is the end of Hopper Drop. Overall positive stories. I am excited to continue to see what Disney does. And the next month is going to be a huge month for the Disney news. They're also announcing a bunch of stuff that has to do with, with their new ship, The Treasure. And I'm super excited about all that. Let's hop right in to One Star Wonders. And for those of you who don't know what One Star Wonders is, it's basically it's where every week I pick a ride show or attraction, pick a few one-star reviews, some funny, some serious. I read them off to Colby and Landon, and then they have to guess which ones. What? All right, you guys ready? Ready to hop right in? Yes. Let's do it. The ride was too dark. That's it. Dinosaur. Literally, it has to be dinosaur because that ride is so stupid. And it just takes you around in circles and darkens the area to make it seem like it's a really thrilling ride. But it's not. I'm going to say something different just to be fun. <laughs> Space Mountain. It's dinosaur. Honestly. <sighs> Thank you. Really. Thank you. Who he said this? No, literally. Who, whoever wrote this 
they're my friend. They're no, my I friend. think reading these reviews for Dinosaur, I think about 75% of these reviews were written by Colby. One of the one of the reviews is literally says skip worst ride at Disney I've ever been on. The That's next the one is ride. yeah. It's the cool. next next one is top two times for technical failures. It's too dark and jerky, and so many are just like disappointed because this ride is too dark. I think dinosaur. I don't know. I think it's the experience. It's the smell. It's the electrical issues. I think that's part of the charm. I hate to see it go. No, but do I think it's the worst ride in Disney? Not by any means. I think it's. I think there are a lot of rides that I would love to see go in Disney over this one. Like Small World, that ride sucks. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. What about Awesome Planet? There's nothing awesome about that ride. Awesome Planet's okay. I don't think it's not for me. Burn but it the, you steak. Know. the st- the steak. It's fair. Uh, fair. A lot of volcanoes. All right, folks. So now let's move on to probably my favorite segment of the show, the draft. So each week. We will draft different topics that are obviously related to Disney. And this week, we are, are drafting the best resorts in Walt Disney World. But there's a twist. You have to pick one value resort. You have to pick one moderate resort and one deluxe resort. And shout out to my boy, Garrett Megan, for giving us this idea. Love you, Meegs. The, the catch is you can select whichever one you want, but you just have to end up with a deluxe, moderate, and a value. So I'm going to start off the, the draft. There's two resorts that I stayed at a lot growing up, and one of them is the Polynesian. Just absolutely love the Polynesian. I love the environment. I love the music. Um, has two elite restaurants. I like Captain Cook's. I just think that the overall vibe of the Polynesian is the best. And so I'm going to take the Polynesian here in 1.01. It fell into my lap. I'm being forced to take it. I didn't think it'd make it this far. See, in my head, I, I really didn't. <laughs> See, in my logic, I'm like, okay, you're going to start in the section that has the least amount so you can get the best one from that section. So I'm taking yeah. Pop Century. Give me the extreme fun at this value resort. See, I have a value resort I like better. Oh, we know. It's one of the all-stars. It's fine. I'm not taking it, but it's <laughs> one of the all-stars. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Pop's great. I, I did enjoy Landon and I stay at Pop a lot. It was really nice. Yeah. It was like, great. It, it was. It's a nice resort. It's an IKEA showroom, but it's nice. Well, I think I think a lot of the updated resorts are like that now, where it's like stark. I've heard a lot of people's opinions on this the past few weeks. It went viral on TikTok to talk about why you didn't like certain resorts, and a lot of people were hating on Pop and this other resort. I'm gonna take personally. I'm a big fan of Pop Century and All Star Movies. But I'm not gonna take All Star Movies. I am going to take of animation it's one of my favorite resorts that i've ever stayed at it is now pet friendly so huge positive in my book i love my dogs being able to stay with them there is a big positive art of animation has the same benefits as pop century it's just a little bit newer a little bit more updated and they still have those themed rooms that's why i'm taking art of animation respect i stayed there i think it was in june the week of my birthday it was pretty cool i used my little employee discount for the room slight flex a slight flex. Okay. It would be a bigger flex if you still had it. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, draft, Colby. Oh, whoa. Yeah. It's <laughs> like we're in a fantasy football draft and the guy takes longer than three seconds. I almost took this number one just because of the memories and how much I love this place. But give me all star movies. Literally the most colorful. And it literally has such great vibes in there. The, the, the rooms are new. And they're very nice. And they, it has the best pool to me. The Fantasia pool with the the uh, Sorcerer Mickey. I just love the all-star movies. You got the Toy Story section. You got the Herbie fully loaded. 
everyone's favorite. Yeah, I bet you everybody under the age of 30 that's listening to this podcast has not watched Herbie Fully Loaded. No, look, the funny part about Herbie, the Herbie section is it's so out of place and it just yeah. make any sense. And they just refuse to change it. And I absolutely love it. Refusal to uh, change is something Colby loves. Wow. That is breaking no, news uh, podcast. Yes. But this is one of those things that like, if they took away the Toy Story section, I would cry. Like literally yeah. like I would just weep. It'd be so sad. It's just a really special place. Uh, growing up there, uh, going there every year, watching my siblings grow up there too. Um, not to get emotional, but it's like, it's just one of those things that I remember certain milestones of my life and then associating with that resort. Okay, I'm getting older. I'm doing this now. I'm doing this now. Seeing my brother and my sister get older. It's a really, just a really sweet thing and a special thing that you just can't replicate it. And I love the all-star movies and I'm very thankful for all the time that I've spent there. You won the people's heart with that. But honestly, it's true. That's how I feel about it. No, as far as I'm concerned, I think the order that they got drafted is probably the order that I would put them. I think, like, Pop Century's my favorite, Art of Animation, and then, because I don't have as much emotional attachment as you do to All-Star movies, but I do think it is the superior of the All-Stars. I think it's really good, so good job, Yeah, Cole. yeah, that's a great job. pick. All right, for my next pick, we're going to move on to the modern. We're going to take an extreme facelift and it's amazing now and very fancy. I actually walked around for a long period of time during my DCP. I'm taking Coronado Springs. I nice, think you can mess nice. with this one. I think it's a sleeper pick for sure. Honestly, I don't even know which resorts are moderate. I, I really had to don't. look up the list. I had to look up the list. So is Old Key West, is it moderate? Nope, that's deluxe. It should be moderate, but it's deluxe. Is it really deluxe? So the remaining oh. moderate is Caribbean Beach, both the Port Orleans, and then the cabins at Fort Wilderness. The cabins at Fort Wilderness smack, to be honest. They're like one of my favorite places to stay. I'm not going to pick them because I think that, I don't know, I think Fort Wilderness is really is just a value resort. But it's a great location and highly recommend them. They get booked up quick every time they open up. But for me, I'm going to take something that's near and dear to my heart. It is probably the resort I have stayed in most other than Wilderness Lodge, I'm taking Port Orleans Riverside. It's superior of the Port Orleans resorts. Take in Riverside. Okay, question. From someone who has not stayed at one of these in a long time, why do you believe it is better? You can be biased. Mm. I don't care. I think it's just more relaxing. I like the layout of the resort more. I think the theming of French Quarter probably is an unbiased way probably is better it's just not something that i would pick i think the mickey beignets honestly would probably put french quarter a little bit above that the fact that you could sleep in and have those but i honestly riverside is it's just the theming is really cool okay all right i'm going to go ahead and take honestly i don't really like this resort that much but <laughs> i stayed in the pirate room one time and it was pretty cool uh, Caribbean Beach. One thing I did not like about this place was how big it was. Like I remember, we had to take a bus to get to the main lobby because it was that far. Yeah. Like I, I remember just being like so shocked at yeah. the time and energy it took to get to the main lobby. I just wanted a cup of coffee. There are a bunch of resorts like that. A bunch of the DVC resorts have they call them like internal loops, which so that means they have individual resort stops inside the resort. If you're staying at one of those resorts, it's the only time I recommend renting renting a car at Disney. You will save so much time if you don't get put in like the end bus stop rooms. Yeah, no, bro. The pirate rooms are cool, but it's just one of those things where I'm not really sure if it's worth it. Like I would rather I would just rather spend a little less money and stay at a, a value resort. Because I I bet that would be comparable, and you don't have to bust your your place. 
No. Y'all, I'm having a lot of trouble with this next pick. Just looking at it, there's three that I want to draft. As long as you don't take one of them, you can pick whatever you want. Let's see. One. We'll eliminate that one. Y'all get in the play-by-play. All right, Colby. One or two? Two. Okay. This one I just love visiting. I don't think I've ever stayed here, but Day. this is I'm drafting it because I really want to, and I very much enjoy visiting. I'm oh, going to Beach Club. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, you can have Riviera. But um, oh, I don't want Riviera. I don't want. Riviera. I'm taking Beach Club. I want to go swimming in that nice pool with the sand bottom. Okay, story time, real quick. On my DCP, me and me and one of my friends, we like tried to go sneak <laughs> in to swim there. And the lady at the gate, like, stops us. I have a towel in my hand, and I have a swim trunk on. Like, a bright one. Like, obviously a swimsuit. She goes, oh, oh can I see y'all's, y'all's IDs or, like, passes, whatever? And I was like, oh, I'm actually not staying here. I'm going to um, go to my reservation at uh, Beaches and Cream. She's okay. So she, she lets me by. She watches me like a hawk the whole time I walk across yeah. this pool. So then I went to Beaches and Cream. That is a, to let you know, that is a lifetime ban if you get caught doing that. They didn't catch me, did they? It'll no, be they quicker didn't. than that. It's insane that they do that. I'm it's the only really resort talk. they do it at. Dude, I've got, I've done that like a thousand times. Yeah. Hey, you just, look, you got to know how to do it. You got to be wearing a magic band. You got to, you <laughs> can't have a shirt, on. can't have a shirt on. And you just have to be like, oh, it, it's not connected to my room, but I'm in room. No, all you have to do is just walk in like you own the place. No, I do that. I have friends that live in Florida that will remain unnamed because mouse, but that (laughs) constantly they call it pool heists, and two or three of them go to pools around the Disney Resort, and they've done. I think I think they only have six left. It's crazy. Honestly, what's the big deal about a few people going to the pool? It's not. It's just not a big deal. We went to Boardwalk after that. It was kind of nice. I like the setup of that pool. It's just in the ring of buildings. Yeah, I hate that they got rid of the clown, but yeah, they kind of did it in a different way. But good pick. I was going to take Wilderness Lodge. It's probably the resort that I've stayed at the most because they have DVCs there <coughs> at Boulder Ridge, and you can rent DVC points for super cheap, so that's always what we did to stay there. I love Wilderness Lodge that, so much. It's such a good aesthetic. So I thought about that one for a split second, and then I was like, okay, like I've never even, I don't think I've ever visited there, if we're being completely honest. That's why a Disney I was podcast. Like, I, I, I can't draft it. We may you need to rework your contract. Bro, you need to take less money so we can sign a big star. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get us. We need, reconstruct- we need to reconsolidate. We need to be like when Dirk re- reconstructed his contract and y'all signed Chandler Parsons. Dude, so yeah. many times that happened and we'd sign some scrub. <laughs> he signed Chandler Parsons. <laughs> can we draft oh, yeah, some? Yeah, I'm taking Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, go ahead and shoot some at me. Colby, do you have one? Contemporary, probably. Yeah, so yeah. this is my thought behind Contemporary. I wanted to, if I was going to draft it, I wanted to draft like something that like I had stayed there doing, which I got to literally see all the ins and outs of contemporary working there. But the coolest part were like the VIP lounges because the floors were completely private for these people. And then they were just like 24 seven had a buffet that they could eat from. And the food looked amazing. Mm, concierge. So was, yes, dude. It was so crazy. Um, and then they always That's had right. a bowl of like just candy. I'm not going to lie. Swipe <laughs> one once. Arrest oh, me. Dude. I would have been grubbing that's, like crazy. That's also so a lifetime ban, Landon. I hate to tell you. I would have been grubbing like crazy, like going crazy on them things, bro. Going swimming in a pool, stealing a piece of candy. That is that's a ban. Also, it's twelve twenty-seven a.m. where I am right now. So if I just start saying crazy things, I'm sorry. 
Hey, them views well, are luckily, electric at the top. Yeah, they're pretty sick. Yeah, I do. I love what's it called? What's the restaurant up there? California Grill. I love California Grill. Yes. It's pretty great. Seventy one. Cal seventy one. I do think is better than California Grill, but I like California Grill's view. Yeah, that was probably gonna be my honorable mention. Riviera. I'd like to stay there. There was said. Riviera is great. There's just so many good deluxe resorts. Riviera is great, and I think Boardwalk is deserves being mentioned because it's so good. Yeah. That was one I thought. Great location. Too. Yeah, it's like an it honorary is. Skyliner resort because it's so close that you can walk to it. But they have the boats, which is also a fantastic way to get around Disney. Overall, fun draft. All right, let us recap the top three resorts that we picked for each of us, and then we'll move on to extra magic hours. Colby, what'd you pick? I took Polynesian, All Star Movies, the best resort of all time, and then I took uh, Caribbean Beach for whatever reason. I'm not sure. And then I took Pop Century, Coronado Springs, and Yacht and Beach Club. Cotton Beach, that's good. Uh, I took Art of Animation, Orleans Riverside, the superior side. And then I took Wilderness Lodge as my final round pick. Overall, really fun draft. Thank you guys for being a part of it. It was really fun. Let's move on to Extra Magic Hours now. For those of you who don't know what Extra Magic Hours is, that is a Patreon-exclusive segment. You don't get to listen to that if you don't pay. Pretty simple. So we are now going to jump right in to the Disney Trivia Showdown. Let's go. Right, I, have a pretty, I have a pretty good question. So I'm excited. Riviera is at its location. What was at the Riviera before? I literally know this. This is going to make me mad. Usually I don't. I feel like I don't say that often. I actually know this. This is something I know. Oh, it's going to kill me. Was it just a part of the resort that's right next to there? Is that it? Or like... Which resort? Oh, Caribbean it's, Beach, uh... wasn't it? Yeah, it's Caribbean, Caribbean Beach. Beach Colby, you told me that when we were on the Skyline. So... That's the only reason I know it. You can you imagine though you staying there in your main building is literally two miles away? Caribbean Beach is probably one of the worst resorts that to stay at. I, I like I fully stand that. It's crazy. Literally, it's so far. Imagine staying yeah. over there. You're literally so far away from your cup of coffee. There's no point to get a cup at that point. Yeah, you might as well Amazon Akira again return it at the end of your trip. That's all I got to say. Yeah. So that's crazy, though. That that resort is ginormous. I don't know. I've never, I've only walked around there to get really good views of the Skyliner for pictures, but it's crazy, dude. It's nuts. Alrighty, Landon, what's your question? All right, mine's just a little historical. How many kids does Walt Disney have? What are their names? I don't know. Hold on, let me think. Diane? Is that one? That's one. That's one. Does the other one start with an L? No. Okay, Lillian is his wife. Yeah, well, Lillian's it, his wife. But Diane. it rhymes with annoying, like white lady with like crazy hair and weird glasses. You know what I'm saying? That kind of lady. No. <laughs> Karen. Is it Sharon? Yes, it's Sharon. Let's yeah, go. Sharon. There we go. Good one. Good one. Alrighty, I have a question that I think we might have discussed before, but I really like this trivia fact. There's a ferry boat in the Seven Seas Lagoon. Who is the ferry boat named after? And bonus points if you can tell me how he knew Disney or like actually, who he was. I actually know this one. I think it's Joe Fowler. Is that right? Yeah, it's the Admiral Joe no Fowler. Idea. It's Joe Fowler, but I don't. I have no clue what. I have no clue. Like literally no clue what he is. I just remember the name. He's just oh, yeah. so he was a Navy admiral that was part of the construction and in charge of parts of it for both Disneyland and Disney World. So really good friend of Walt's. Super fun. Yeah. That's cool. Like him. It's cool, dude. Nice, good questions. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, that has been this week's episode of the Rogue Sharpers podcast. 
super fun one this week. I was super happy to be here. If you want to keep up to us throughout the week, you can check us out at the Rope Jumpers podcast over on Instagram. You can find me at Imagineer Glenn. We'll be at Colby Trades Pins and Landon at Disney B. But yeah, a super great time. Happy to be here with my boys. If you want to support us in a more supportive way and get access to the extra Magic Hour section of this show, check out the Patreon down in the description. It's worth it. There are a couple tiers. There's a sticker box tier where you get stickers sent to you, and it's just a good time. My name is Glenn. My name is Landon. And I'm Colby. And this has been the Rope Droppers Podcast. We will see you guys real soon. Bye. Bye.